Can I get a round of applause, everyone? Woo! Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their Ultra Premium Collection. And believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. And we are recording, so... Okay, well, I'm ready. Yeah, are you? You look pretty ready over there. I'm, I, I don't have any makeup on. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, it's really distracting right now. In fact, uh, I feel like a little mascara would have been nice, you know, like uh, just saying. I feel like I'm I, at least my company warrants at least some kind of uh, touching up. You know what I mean? Like I am kind of royalty. So, you know, it's funny you mentioned mascara because I left it at work. And so I put my uh, glasses on thinking you wouldn't say anything. Uh, and now I little. feel like a stupid faggot. <laughs> 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 Damn it! <laughs> this podcast is ruined now. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do this in uh, three, two, what? What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. The greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Project Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moon? Yo, what's up, dude? How are you? I'm living the dream, sir. I, it's a beautiful day. It's nice and sunny. I got my moon life on. The tank is on. The guns are out. It's another beautiful episode of the Project Podcast. I can't complain, my friend. I really can't. Life is good. Life is good. How about yourself? You're coming from Hoboken with all the hoes in New Jersey, but we don't we don't tolerate the guns in New York because we are That's super true. progressive. That's true. There are no guns there, just knives. Everything. everything yeah, especially at MoMA. Stabbed. Did you hear about that? Someone yeah. at the museum got stabbed, and the dude apparently he's on the run, and he's been on social media like bragging to the <laughs> about how the cops can't catch him and shit. Oh he's like this old guy too. Like if you look at him, he looks like he's like almost 70 years old and he does not even look like he's in good shape. He kind of looks like John Goodman, to be honest with you. He kind of looks like a, like if John Goodman just like completely like give up on life, it looks like that. So I don't know how this man is still on the run. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They, but they Dude, have not caught the guy. The video time, is awful though. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's fucked, man. It's he like corrals these people and you like see he goes full force and you can tell, I guess, the adrenaline is going. So these people are like, you know, trying to run away and get away with their lives because I, I mean, that must have hurt like a motherfucker. But he really like he stabs these people like, wah, wah. like oh, my God, like psycho. it's awful. 
Yeah, it was hard to watch. It was Ooh. hard to watch. Luckily, some guy like comes in because he basically jumped the barrier of like where the museum workers are. Like, there's like a the COVID wall, and then there's just you know a little stand, the info booth, I guess. So he jumped over that, and they were corralled in there. So there was two. I saw two workers. It might have been three, but I'm, uh, and just he starts fucking going for it. Luckily, there was a look like this bystander there who came from the other side and like threw something that hit the COVID wall and it got the stabber's attention. And then the two people fucking booked it, but it is hard. It's tough to stomach, man. It is fucking tough to stomach. You know, I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. I guess you never know until you're in that situation. And thank God that we've, we've not been stabbed at Momo. Moma. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Moma. What's the stand for modern museum of, Modern art, man. Modern art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MoMA. <Hey>, MoMA. <laughs> man, that's It's scary. crazy because a uh, comedian that we know, Daniel Pedophile, actually, uh, some dude pulled a knife on him a few months ago. And he was leaving. It was it was the same night that he did a spot uh, at one of our shows. And he went to another show. And so he was going home at like 2 in the morning uh, from his like 11 o'clock spot. And some dude like pulled out a knife on him and was like, uh, hey, give me your money. And I think he said he only had like five bucks in his pocket, but he still decided to like be like, no. <laughs> so the dude started chasing him around like this pole trying to stab him. I said, what the fuck? So shout out to Dan Pedophile. No one came to help him. He was able to eventually get away. Like, I think the guy got tired of chasing him around this pole. Um, so yeah, shout out to Dan Pedophile. You are a badass. Pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. So one time on the train, someone was like, give me your ring. And I was like, bitch, come in, get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was smashed. And everyone on the train was just laughing like this kid. Uh, okay. So one time in Chicago, I was working at this place called um, Village Eye Care on the South Loop. And okay. this guy came in and he stole a pair of glasses. It was, it was an eyeglass place. And uh, he stole a pair of glasses and I saw him and I was like, dude. Can you just put it back? Because it's a lot of paperwork otherwise. Can you just please just put it back? I'm not having a good day. And he like picked me up and threw me on top of the display case, like in the middle of the floor. And I fell through the like, it wasn't, it looked like a glass display case, but I think it was just like acrylic. And I fell right. through it. And I just laid oh. there. I talk a lot of smack, like I'm a tough guy, but I was just like, did this really just happen? I was laying there in shock, like, did you just throw <laughs> me in this display? And he booked it. So I, so I called. Um, nine one one. I called my boss. Like I don't even know what to do. They said call nine one one. I called nine one one. Two hours later, they show up. Which way did he go? I was like, well, two hours ago, <laughs> he went that he way. Went that way. <laughs> no, the like, way he looked like. And I said he looked like Debo from Friday. Oh my god. And they're like, be serious, sir. Like was this was this not scary for you? And I was like, no, it was like, very scary. Sir, stop being racist. We need some serious information. Yeah, and then I <laughs> then I pulled up the video to show them, and then I googled Debo <coughs> from Friday, and they're like, oh yeah, he did. Okay, he did look like see. him. It actually he was Debo from like Friday. Debo. He uh, found some rough yeah. times and. Uh, <laughs> Before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. 
Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom Weight users finish a program and more than 60% of users that engaged with their program kept the weights off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe. B-L-E-A-V. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, and I, ended, up, I ended up quitting that job, but um, the same guy maced a competitor. Because wow. we were, I was, we were, we were at like some like training of some sort for like continuing education credits, and someone was talking about it, and I was like, "Oh my god, he looked like Debo!" And they're like, "Who's Debo?" And on my phone, I was like, "That's wow. Debo." Like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, it looks just like him. And uh, fun fact, uh, Debo actually, uh, as he well, his name is Tiny Lister, the actor's name. He recently passed away, so R.I.P. Tiny Lister. Why'd you say had- fun fact? Well, because I haven't gotten to the fun fact yet. It's you can't a- have funeral without F-U-N. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually filmed a movie with WWE legend Hulk Hogan, brother. It's oh. a pro wrestling movie, which he played the bad guy in it called – and uh, he his name in it was Zeus. And what is the movie called? Uh, no Holds Barred from 1989. I was going to say, it's probably uh, called Carlos's Wet Dream. <laughs> and it led to – the movie actually was uh, – it was pretty successful, especially for the 80s. But it led to WWE having the character Zeus in an angle with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan in the movie played played a wrestler called Rip, the Ripper, whatever – and then in the and then WWF and then obviously he plays himself, but then he had they had the character Zeus from the movie come and interfere and shit, uh, and, and work a program with him. So, fun fact: he also uh, dabbled in some pro wrestling, and uh, yeah, he's a bit of a legend. He's a bit of a legend, and I love the Friday movies, by the way. Oh, me too. Oh, and he was in Batman too before he died. Actually, that guy was in Batman, like the Dark Knight one with Heath Ledger. He's like a prisoner in there who then ends up having a. A pretty major part in it. So the guy, uh, the guy had some pretty good roles. Kind of jealous now that I think of it. Well, don't be too jealous because he's six feet under. Oh. Probably from probably from all those protein <laughs> supplements. It's probably from all those fun facts. <laughs> it's all too much fun. fun facts. <laughs> it could take a little. Oh man, <laughs> poor guy. Oh, man. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, and actually, uh, moving on to happier things, I was invited recently to talk to a school 
in West Virginia, which I don't know that I can say the name because I was told not to say the name of the podcast per se, so the kids wouldn't find the content because, you know, what we talk about here is definitely not for kids. <laughs> but they liked our podcast enough to have me go talk to them about, like, how to start their own podcast. And so I went on there like, oh, hi, everybody. I'm Carl. Was it virtual or was it um, in person? Yes, I, uh, I uh, rode my bicycle over to West Virginia because gas is now $7 a gallon. And uh, Why well, <laughs> didn't know if you took a train down there? <laughs> There's no trains in West Virginia anymore. That's all they have is trains. <laughs> it's, it's horse and buggies these days. All the trains go toot toot. <laughs> Mitch McConnell made sure to cut everything for Republican states, so they don't even have that. They just have two guys on one of those like things where they go back and forth like that. <laughs> those little you, carts. <laughs> could you see the everyone in the class? It was uh, it was a small class. It's like a podcasting club, I guess, or a podcasting class. And uh, yeah, That's there were like cool. six of them. So yeah, they were they were actually super cool kids. And how old? Know, it was just like uh, twelve to fourteen. So about the age Aww. that a young Carlos Garcia moved to America. So I feel like I can relate to them. Yeah, but like you know what like. though? If there was a young Gar- Carlos Garcia in that class in West Virginia, he uh-huh. wouldn't have any friends. Oh, yeah. You definitely would have eaten Because West lunches. Virginia isn't known for being the most accepting. I don't know, man. I feel like West Virginians are not known to being the skinniest either. Uh, maybe he would have been king of West Virginia. Maybe. <laughs> um, you know, my uh, my grandma and my uh, – I have some family that, that were in Western Maryland and, like, on the edge. And so maybe they would go to West Virginia sometimes for dinner. And I, I remember going to visit my grandma and my aunt was like – uh, tomorrow morning, I want you guys to dress up real nice. We're going out to eat for breakfast. I was like, okay. And I dressed up real nice. And we pulled up right out front of Denny's. And I thought, where's the camera? Where is the camera? This has got to be a joke. What is this? And they were like, order whatever you want on the menu. And everyone, my cousins were like, yay. And I was like, what? This is not food. This is a drunk treat. And I'm not drunk right now. There are a few feelings worse than going out on a date you hope ends with a little sexy time while having your junk look like a Wookiee. Talk about a confidence killer, Mr. Moe. Well, not anymore. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waists. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra-premium collection. This package includes the Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. This deodorant dressed clear, is aluminum-free, and smells like their signature scent. Hydrating Body Moisturizer. Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? It's designed to keep skin feeling fresh, smooth, and smelling fresh. Also, the Body Wash. To lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. The two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus, a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products, plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score! All of these products are cruelty-free, 
paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. And we'd recommend using the products in this order. Number one, hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Number two, lather your hair up with the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to keep your noggin toggin. Number three, dry off and spray on the Hydrating Body Moisturizer to reinvigorate dry skin. Number four, put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons, you stinky jerks. Number five, pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out here kissing chapped up lips. Getting dressed after is optional. Wear one great scent all day long. Get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. That's insane. I used to go down there when I was like between 18 and 20. I think once I was legal to drink, I'd never run down there again. But to Charlestown and West Virginia where you can gamble. There's a casino there and stuff. And there was like this like yeah, there's like a it's it's like it's like races and slots. So it's not like a full-on casino, but it's enough where you can do a little gambling and stuff. Wait, races? And Who's racing? The fuck do you think is racing? Like horses and shit, Simo. The shit you oh. gamble on. It's humans. When I think of a casino, I don't think it's like, like they race for their lives. <laughs> they I just, just thought that happened like once a blue moon when there was like the Pimlico, you know. They just they just have hobos racing for a sandwich. That's where <laughs> times are tough. That, well, that and also like the county fair, they have like little piggies or like wiener dogs and stuff. So I just assume maybe they have that or turtles. I don't know, but yeah, but that place they don't give a fuck what you do. So you, we would just black out and do so much like irresponsible drinking. Like half of us would always like die. So many people puked in these like little hotels that we would stay at. It was so awful. Like, Yum. Yeah, definitely. Uh, recommended for you underagers looking for a good time. Or maybe a honeymoon <laughs> if you and Julie ever tie the knot. <laughs> Julie, I want to give you someone someplace really special. It's very nostalgic <laughs> for me, and it's going to be very memorable. Lots of memories here. Bring oh a change of clothes. God. That's where the hooker pooped herself. Yay. <laughs> 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 wonderful. <laughs> and speaking of wonderful, you guys, make sure to get your tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time. We are coming to Broadway Comedy Club this Friday, March 25th at 7 p.m. We got Carmen Lagala headlining from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. You got myself. You got Mr. Seema over there hosting this biatch. We got Mika Mo, who's the winner of the U.S. Comedy Contest. We got Danielle Pettifon, who I just spoke about being a total badass. And he's also been on NBC and featured in the New York Times. And last but not least, we got Jaron Young from The Unusual Culprits, who's those guys just rock all around the fucking city so we have a stacked lineup so make sure you get your tickets at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show again that's tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show and use promo code frat chat to save 15 percent of them bitches so do it do it yo i saw carmen last week at karaoke in brooklyn really she oh. sang like an angel she was a lot of fun. She there was a big curtain. She went behind the curtain. She like crawled around the floor, and it's like she really like sold it. I was like, wow, what a talent! <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today? Well, it's actually a good 
that you brought up your relationship because we are both in pretty happy, healthy relationships, you guys. So we haven't felt the heartbreak that comes with a breakup in a long time. Well, Steve, no longer than me because he's definitely more hateable than I am. I'm pretty lovable. You know, I've been Julie for a long time now. But, you know, you know, you know I digress. I digress, you guys. One could uh, argue that maybe Julie's scared to leave you. That's true. She definitely is uh, looking like she's walking uh, closer and closer towards the door as we speak right and now. And you're it's inching like, closer and closer to your belt. <laughs> don't leave me or else she's like i stay for the child Stella. So now she knows how kim kardashian feels uh with kanye it's yeah <laughs> so we are here because we've been there though we've been there where you guys have been we've been where the heartbreak is we've had our hearts taken out of our chest stomped on thrown in a trash can then out switch into the recycling bin and then switch back into the trash can because i don't believe in recycling and then thrown out into the goddamn hudson river to just sit there and rot and then what do you do feel that way what do you do when you've been dumped what do you do when you just don't want to get out of bed and all you want to do is just eat big macs all fucking day and breakfast lunch and dinner for 16 weeks straight until people are calling your phone but you won't pick it up because all you want to do is eat big macs but no i'm not talking about me <laughs> you listened to breakup songs so that's why we hear the fresh out podcast this week are here to tell you the best breakup songs of all times Really, not really about time. So we're gonna focus on the seventies through like the two thousand hands. I don't think that they had breakup songs like in like the days of like like Mozart Game of exactly. Thrones. That's why we come in like necessarily like like when you think like Mozart's fifth is just like a breakup song. It's like ding 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 ding. He's like yeah, fuck. Because I feel yeah. like you didn't really have a choice to break up. Like people married off their kids. For money, like, okay, let's That's join true. these families together. And it is what it is because daddy said so. And people only live to the age That's of true. like 30, 40, you know, so like. That's true. And everybody had a mistress. So you just, yeah. you just didn't need to like dump your significant other. You could just like bang the pool boy. And it was totally Yeah. Fun. Yeah, you're right. There was. God, I'd do anything to be the fucking pool boy. <laughs> oh, what a life. I wonder who wrote the first breakup song ever. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it would be the blues. Someone someone with the blues, because the whole thing of the blues is you're sad. He's like, I got the blues. You know, that's uh that, that's how it'd be. But anyways, I Maybe. think I think that our song list um varies through the generations, but but it also varies in tone. Because sometimes yeah. a breakup is bad news because they were caught doing something they shouldn't. Maybe you were caught doing something you shouldn't. Or maybe yeah. um, it's just an amicable uh, um, breakup and it just the light bulb burnt out and uh, you got to replace it with a new one. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, the spark is gone. I got light bulbs. You need a light bulb? <laughs> no, because like sometimes you don't want things to do on breakup, but the passion's gone. So like, I mean, like the flame is out. So like yeah. something light bulb it can burn out and you don't believe it. And you, even though it looks burnt, you take it out and you shake it. And you hear that little ringing action and you're like, oh shit. 
Is that, that why you're gay? It. Because uh, gays are flamers. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's yeah. why I can't go out after you're a flamer, right? <laughs> and then and you put it off, but eventually you just have to change the light bulb. And so you that's just why have I, to suck a new dick. That's why I shower Julie. A huh? I, I shower Julie in gasoline every morning and I throw a cigarette at her. <laughs> and then the spark never goes down. <laughs> uh, gotta let it burn. <laughs> I actually have her, have her wear all kinds of different celebrity masks, you know, that way uh, we can role play a little bit like uh, i have an awesome rihanna mask a marilyn monroe mask a tom brady mask <laughs> um, so <laughs> well maybe maybe tom brady will give you a mask of his dad and then he'll yeah. kiss you <laughs> yeah we can, we <laughs> you can kiss make passionately yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gross those are two, those are two that should definitely break up by now <laughs> one more season time stop kissing your dad uh, so anyways let's take you guys back in time we still have our trusty Fratchat time machine gas is really expensive for it though so we're gonna start back in the 70s make our way forward because we can't take too many trips in this shit so let's do this we're gonna go back to the 70s and this first one is going back to 1971 it's called It's Too Late by Carol King. And uh, yeah, it sounds, sounds almost like it's too late to apologize. Well, it's too late to this apologize. one seems like they just kind of like <laughs> ended amicably. Yeah. So this is like a nice one. Um, I'm how, not sure it, if she it go, necessarily, okay, it's like, and it's too late, baby. Now it's too late, though we really did try to make it. Something inside has died, and I can't hide, and I just can't fake it. Wow, that was absolutely god awful. And uh, <laughs> you know, I'm here all night. <laughs> An instant classic has been ruined. <laughs> yeah, um, that's called the "Is Too Late" remix. <laughs> yes, uh, it's like it's like it's like if it was remixed by a drunk person. <laughs> Have you ever dated someone? Like it's just casual, and then you're like, mm, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not gonna nah. call this person back, and then you're hoping they're like, I'm not gonna call them back, and they just kind of <laughs> talk less frequently and then finally they're, they're off the radar and then you run into them and you're like oh, <laughs> you, I, you see that's never worked out for me every time that i've tried to do that i end up like dating the person <laughs> and it's like fuck like i'll get drunk and then just keep they'll bring it up but just like when i'm at like like the 17th tequila shot where i'll just say anything to fucking get out of this conversation sure let's be boyfriend and girlfriend and then wake up the next day with some chick looking at me i love you <laughs> what do you think? it's happened twice <laughs> <laughs> literally twice awful we, we awful never never talk again. anymore <laughs> yeah really i don't know you <laughs> yeah. what's your last name <laughs> Yeah, it's not good times. And those relationships did not last that long. So that uh, goes for that. I feel like uh, the ones that I've had that have gone well have all been like me cutes, you know, like uh, one in college that was like a couple of years. It was like a total me cute, you know. Julie was a total me cute. Got her uh, her apartment in real estate, you know. She's like, who is my hot realtor? Oh, my God. I just want to take off his pants. Ooh, look how sexy he looks. That's and you're like, happen, unfortunately, Dan wasn't available, but I'm the substitute. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. I, got, I just came here straight. Yeah, from, I just catfished her. <laughs> I, came, I came here straight from McDonald's for Big Mac you, Sundays. Disregard would you like the a ketchup French fry? <laughs> on, my, on my shirt. I'm sorry. 
I was actually so hungover the day I met her that I, I legitimately thought about canceling altogether. And really? she was also super hungover. And I was like, I don't need money bad enough. I just need sleep and a cheeseburger. <laughs> and she looked at you and she was like, that's the future He's the one. father of my children. <laughs> and it was happily ever after. <laughs> um. So so when I went on my first date with Osmario, I didn't know that he... Uh, wasn't as fluent in English as I thought because our texts were in English, but he was using oh, the translation yeah. app. So I remember I asked him if he'd ever had a boyfriend before. And then he like looked at me like this. And he's like, you want me to be oh, your boyfriend? No. I was like, no. And he's like, so <laughs> never be boyfriend. You know, no want boyfriend? No, I not right. I let's just I don't know your name. Let's <laughs> just get past this day and then we can talk about that weeks from uh, now. It's oh, like, wow. uh, just like no right way to answer this. <laughs> it all worked out. At least out. you guys stayed together, or else you would have needed this very next song. Uh, which is traveling forward to 1978. And this was a classic. I feel like if this was not on our list, uh, we would have just never been able to podcast again. It is I Will Survive by Glory Gaynor. And, uh, also. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Um. <laughs> Oh, Gloria. Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> we, we, we're not mature enough for this last name. <laughs> Her cousin's name was Gladys Homona. Yeah. <laughs> um, they call her the queen of disco, and like she had one big hit. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, disco also was like, I don't know if you necessarily want to be like the leader of that kingdom. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it lasted like, oh, two years. It's like, eh, you know, it's definitely not the Roman Empire music kingdom. I don't understand the song because, like, first of all, like, are you, are you that like petrified to sleep alone? Like, move out of Harlem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have a hit single like why are you why are you living in a place that's so scary and like yeah you're good why yeah, did you just now. drop a line about outer space <laughs> like did you, well, were you anal probed by the same aliens that anal probed cartman i want to know true. Hey, you get it uh, I have to say, I totally relate to the song because, you know, when, yeah, she, she's in this relationship, probably abusive. The guy definitely uh, liked, liked the ladies on the side. And so you're afraid. Am I, am I good enough to get out of this relationship? That's what I was like. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. Yes. I kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And so now you're back from outer space. Ah, ah, ah. So you see, the guy definitely went and tried to get vagina on his own, is my theory, uh, as they do. And then once he realized that he couldn't, he tries to come back, right? But at this point, it's like, bitch, where you been? Where you been? Carlos, the moment you started singing, we lost reception. Connection. (laughs) Did you realize that? And I was saying, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) <laughs> no, but the uh, moment well, you open your mouth, I said yes, and then <laughs> and then 
Zencaster said, no. <laughs> yeah, I just believe like she will sue. She heard what you said about her last name. <laughs> she is not a fan, you guys. <laughs> I just never understood the part like it's just so random. It's like, and I learned how to get along. And so you're back from outer space. Because yeah, the crowd, like he left. Like, ah. he ch- he he was Where? out in the middle of fucking no, you know. He he was out of her life, and now all of a sudden he's back and trying to win her over. But now she learned how to live her life without him. No, now I think she, she swung those like. Now she's a big girl, she like need him. trailer park trash looking people talking about <laughs> aliens and shit. And I don't know something. I, I let's just agree disagree. Let's just uh, let's just agree disagree here. <laughs> But but it's a classic, great song, fantastic song. Uh, we love it. I will survive. Speaking of crazy people, like do you know somebody named Michael Jackson? Ooh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not crazy. It's just allegedly, okay? Because I had my baby nice and tight on the balcony. I just held him in there in my strong arms that I used to climb trees and hug kids with. I mean, but it's not <laughs> sexual. <laughs> well, Why did he name his kid Blanket? I don't know. That is a rather silly. I hope that's a nickname, right? That's a, maybe he's like. Yeah, well, one yeah. time the kid puked on my blanket, and <laughs> I named him Blanket. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin really had a terrible gross. gag reflex, and I used his blanket. <laughs> 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 but in 1980, the King of Pop, uh, at this point, was just a young prince, no pun intended, and uh, he had a broken heart. It seems because he wrote the instant classic in 1980 called She's Out of My Life. She's Out of My Life. And he looks so sad, dude. He like looks so sad in the song. He's like sitting there in the music video. Like this little he's wearing like a little sweater. Like he looks like like a little black Mr. Rogers. And he's just sitting there in this little stool the whole time. And they just keep like doing like extreme zoom outs, extreme close ups while he just sits there with his little hands like crushed up. And he like he starts crying at the end of it. And apparently those were real tears because he felt it. There's real tears because he's, he's crying about his hair follicles. He's like, oh, forever. No. <laughs> I hate Patsy. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> I got to say, Michael, I've been there. I've been super low and sad and feeling like I don't want to go on after a breakup. And then you, you went to the playground and you're like, I feel alive again. <laughs> but for all Come the wrong on, reasons. <laughs> Let's go climb this wood. And I'm not talking about the trees. <laughs> 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 the awful moments where you realize the person is out of your life for good and you're walking away. So she's out of my life is a good one. Uh, how we're moving to 1982 and you can't have a talk about pop and you start with Michael and not get to a certain prince. Well, Michael named this kid after, well, maybe not after Prince. I don't think so, but some say like it's weird because for example, they had like a weird rivalry but michael jackson liked prince like he asked him to be in the bad uh music video and song but prince was like i don't really like the lyrics it's like why are you tell me your butt is mine yeah that's a real story <laughs> that's so, so funny see i assume this yeah. because prince was like unless unless you're gonna hire little people to do the dance routine i don't want to be the shortest one 
<laughs> I won't look shorter in comparison to your tall dancers. So yeah, he he definitely had a complex about Michael Jackson being the king of pop, and I guess his name is Prince. So I don't know, but I would rank Michael over Prince any day of the week. But Prince was fucking awesome. And yeah, I would too. To. But if I had to pick a babysitter. Yeah. It's going to be Prince. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're definitely both going to give my kids drugs, but at least one of them won't diddle it. <laughs> <laughs> and Prince in 1982 uh, wrote and came up with this song, which you'll later see come up again on this list by Stupid Butthole Simo. But this yeah. one is the original, and it's better. And it's How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore. And it's just so much better. Well, if you, you had to ask. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what you did, Prince. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You know you clogged my toilet. <laughs> it's like, you, you ever have someone like in front of yours be like, I still understand why I'm single. And everyone at the, the, the brunch table is like, um, <laughs> well, in what you're wearing. Uh, or your awful personality. Yeah. <laughs> or the fact hygiene. that you openly say the N-word in public. Yeah. <laughs> like you protest against Planned Parenthood. It's just really uncomfortable. Yeah, I, uh, I guess if you have to ask, <laughs> it's probably better <laughs> that you don't, you guys. But it's a great song. And the thing that is, with Prince, you know, he hits those high notes, too. Like when he gets to the end and that breakdown, I, that's where I just – I can't say that the next – the other version, which I won't spoil who it is yet because we haven't gotten that far in the list. Uh, I just, you know, can't it's do it. It's not Madonna. Me. No, it isn't. You know, but Prince is like, because you don't call me mama, so don't get to try. Got no money, beg you, please. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds just like him. Just like Prince. Fun fact, oh. I actually I actually did uh, record myself singing this entire song, this version, and I sent it to an ex, <laughs> the aforementioned one from college, and uh, I was trying to get her back, and I thought it would be a great idea to record okay. myself. Were you sober? Uh, I was totally sober. <laughs> oh I was drunk God. on love. Uh, I did that during the daylight. And actually, if you scroll through my Facebook and keep stalking, there's actually a small clip of it. Or not my Facebook, my Instagram. You go to my Instagram, at Carlos Does the World, and you got to go way back. Um, you can totally see a clip of me doing the final breakdown where I would just like, just completely acknowledge that I've lost my mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry for yeah. her. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> awful. And and the and the bad thing is, it turned out that she was actually seeing someone at the time. She she me and her have been broken up for a while, but she had a new boyfriend, and I just didn't know. So, oh my god! And they giggled over like, your singing all night. Now he found it. And he was pissed apparently, but they they broke up. So it sucks to suck, Jerry. And after they <laughs> broke up, he sent her a song saying. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here he is tried. He couldn't, couldn't match my velvety tone, Simo. No one can. No one can. Well, <laughs> I haven't sang any of these songs to any of my exes, but there's still time. Uh, <laughs> next on the list, we're in the 90s. And uh, Bonnie Raitt was someone that my mom was obsessed with and had her CD in the car. So every road trip, wow, you would listen to the CD wow. front and back. Did you? Did your mom listen to Bonnie Raitt? 
Uh, she did not. Now, I am surprised that uh, your mom listens uh, to it front and back because she does not believe in doing things front and back. I've seen the tissues. <laughs> oh, God, gross. <laughs> mom, no, but- <laughs> front to back, Napoon the badge. <laughs> I, I tell you a million times. So I Bonnie, say, uh, she looks cool. She's got that cool ginger hair, uh, but now she's got like a little white in it. Uh, I think she's always like, had uh, kind of that white streak, like Rogue. Yeah, like Rogue from the X Men. I'm so all about it. I don't think this song is a breakup song, but a lot of people <laughs> tell me that it is, and I think they're mistaken. I, I think, think it is. I think you... the song is about a one night stand and she's like, I really wish this was more than just the physical, but it is what it is. That's sure. Let's see. Uh, because I can't make you love me if you don't. You can't make your heart feel something it won't. Here in the dark, in these final hours, this is when they're fucking. I will lay down my heart and I'll feel power. <laughs> the power. But you oh, won't. Yeah. No, you you won't turn over and talk to me because I'm lonely. Because <laughs> I can't make you love me if you don't. Um, I think that she's like, man, I really wish that this person would marry me, but it's kind of weird to ask them since I just met them a few hours ago at last call. Do you know what I mean? It sounds to me like she says, uh, I laid down and did anal for you and now I can't even get a text back, you guys. Because so, I mean, when you lay down with my heart and I feel the power, I know what that means. That's spit and determination, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) Can we just talk? Ow, ow. (laughs) She's she's like, that's what she got the blonde streak. That's what she got the white streak. (laughs) She's like, I'm working my way back up to an audible fart, and you can't work up the courage to just text me. (laughs) Oh, shit. In the 90s, there weren't texts. Yeah, no, this was before that. You actually had to approach people and be like, hey, you want to bone? You have to stalk them like the old-fashioned days. (laughs) Hey, nice shoes. You want to (laughs) fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Works every time. (laughs) Now, if we keep moving on to 1996, uh, this was a classic that had to be there. This one, you can't argue. No, No one can argue it's not a breakup song because it's Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. And this one just, I, I hear the name and I just flash back to the 90s. Like, unbreak my heart. Yes. Say you love me again. Undo this hurt you caused when you walked at the door and walked at my life. Uncry these tears. <laughs> 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 it's uh it is like the epitome of 90s breakup songs and god i mean i've been there i've had a but doesn't it sound like a little desperate <laughs> that's true it's- a little uh, i gotta say like uh, i kind of with you like please just just say you love me again like you at least say you like me like no it's can you, yeah can, it's can we at least make love with the lights on no oh <laughs> but newsflash tony braxton even if he came back, if he walked back into the house, he's like, right. when you walked out the door and walked out of my life, no, you're still going to see him at the supermarket. And, you know, <laughs> but, but even if he walked back in and you work things out, it doesn't undo the hurt. 
because you're still mm-hmm. going to be hurting and you will still bring right. it up anytime there's an argument. That's Remember true. that last time you walked out? That's you're going to walk out again? That's what happened. <laughs> you walked out the door and walked out my life. You're just going to do it again? Yeah. I can't uncry these tears. Yeah. Yeah. That that's totally kind of delusional. Tony, that's, a, that's delusional. You know yeah. what? She's really, t- she's probably singing about money because she had to file for bankruptcy. Oh. This, this is a little song I like to dedicate to Uncle Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Please, IRS, don't come after me. <laughs> Well, that's dramatic, and if that's not dramatic, then this one is dramatic. This is the same song we talked about earlier, but I've actually never heard Prince sing it. I just heard Alicia Keys sing it, who I adore. (laughs) I mean, uh, she's pretty damn good, but I just can't pick it over Prince. But it is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I was listening to it before we recorded just to see – uh, if I could maybe give it to Alicia, because I fucking love me some Alicia Keys. She's so damn talented. And it sounds, I have to say, she does do it very similar to the way Prince does it. She just adds that little hip-hop beat to it. And so it's cool. But Prince just, he hits those high notes, man, that just like make it feel like you're like, not to steal a pun from Beyonce's song, but like kind of crazy in love. And you just want to know why the fuck this person doesn't call you anymore. So... Yeah. yeah, but like this, this is like, I don't know. I, it just seems a little desperate to me and a little whiny. And if someone kept calling me all the time, like, why won't you answer the phone? Like, I don't know if I would answer it. I think I would change my number. My old, <laughs> my old HR director one time, this is before she got fired, but we knew she was crazy because she was like, my ex-husband changed his phone number. I was like, oh. why would he do that? And she's like, because I kept calling so much. I was like, oh. yeah, that's weird. You shouldn't tell people that. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so I had an this- HR lady <laughs> whose office was next to my office when I was still doing PR. And she would, uh, I mean, this sucks. I don't want to shit anybody, but she was divorced and had issues with the husband. But I would fucking hear her yelling at the husband or the ex-husband on the phone about their custody issues. And I'd be like sitting there, like trying to type an email, and it's like, and it was your turn to pick him up on Saturday, and you didn't, you son of a bitch! I hope you fucking <laughs> die, and your balls get chopped off. You're the worst father ever. And then click, and then she just come out the door and be like, "Oh, hi, Carlos, how you doing?" Dude, HR <laughs> directors are always the weirdest. HR <laughs> yeah. people and psychologists, yeah, and they always have weird kids. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it's just that's true. They always have weird kids. <laughs> and I, I remember these these kids down the street for me when I grew up, and and their dad was a shrink and the mom was like a social worker. And like we would we would be um like playing like baseball in the field or something, and the kids would be, get upset and they'd be like, like I want to talk to you about how that made me feel. And I'd be like, go fuck yourself, fucking yeah. homo. <laughs> you say I'm the gay one. <laughs> like, God damn, it's just a game. Who cares? I didn't, like, I didn't I've pick sucked you. dick and you are still gayer than me. <laughs> like, I didn't pick you on my team when we were when we were picking teams. I didn't pick you because you're short and you can't catch. It's not yeah, personal. Because you're awful. <laughs> we're playing baseball and you have no arms, Timmy. <laughs> love of God. Stop asking. What, all also, in this sh- in this song, she calls the guy Papa. Well, to be fair, that's the because prince? she's rewriting it because in the original it's like that's uh, it's in the breakdown, and this actually the the song the clip that I put on my Instagram, so you can see what it's supposed to sound like. Does, does he say like, if you mama? don't call me Mama? Oh, oh you gotta try. We won't get down on my knee. 
please, won't beg you, please, please. <laughs> so it's supposed to be Mama in the original. So she calls, you know, she switched it to Papa, which is weird because Mama, you can you can call someone, hey, Mama, let's get a lead. You know, you sexy Mama. But Papa is definitely what you call your dad or your grandpa. That is definitely very it's a little weird to me. Very weird. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't translate over. I would have maybe just not put Papa at all. Just you know, just uh, you're a good singer, Alicia. You could have figured that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> the lyric is says, it, it, well, the lyric is like, sometimes it feels like I'm gonna die, and then I, I'm like. Are, do you really feel that way, or did he cut you off financially? Yeah. Like, is this life and death? Then maybe you should get a job. You know? So that was in 2002, and then also in 2002. I don't remember the song super well, but I remember the music video because um, yeah. Justin Timberlake and Britney had just broke up, and he made this music video with the Britney Spears lookalike. The and look-alike. I was like, you bastard. Why would you do Grab that to our queen? Grammy River. And the thing is, everybody took his side at the time. And now uh, history has been like, we were kind of dicks to Britney, guys, and took his side. So now everybody hates him over it. So he himself has apologized. We're like, I'm sorry, Britney. I was a cock ass. So I think at least history came back. But yeah, I remember that was the big thing. Uh, I was I was kind of disappointed when they broke up. I'm not gonna lie, I was happy that she was on the market, even though I could never have gotten Britney Spears. But <laughs> I was a little sad too. But I didn't like I the way them. that he dogged her. He talked about their yeah. business to who to to who is Diane Sawyer. Uh, no, no, I think or, she or interviewed Walters. him. Oh, actually, yeah, he did. But he also talked to uh, Howard Stern and was like talked about like their sexual stuff and shit. That is so, not nice. Yeah, no, she uh, she uh, got a bad fucking take from the media and like uh, I still think back of like 16 year old Britney Spears being asked about her tits and it's just like creeps me out like how is that okay the 90s were fucking weird man <laughs> but you know what though I'm gonna say something really shitty oh you know never, never. she never. wore some stuff oh like, no you're not no you didn't no you yo. didn't <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> she, she wore some stuff and even me as a young gay boy I was like, damn, boobs. <laughs> Nips hard as hell. Yeah, but that's still like, and I'm I, like and so a, a kid could have asked her about her boobs, not listen, some grown-ass man. From Hit Me Baby One More Time to the other songs like Sometimes I Run, Sometimes, Sometimes I Hide. What's that song? Sometimes I'm It's called Sometimes. Some- oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but, but her boobs – Got really big from the filming of the first video to the second. And so that was definitely <laughs> on my mind. And so them and then people asking her, a 16-year-old, about the validity or not the validity or the or, or the whether or not her boobs were implants was the question yeah, I wanted to I'm ask. Fucking, it's called puberty. What? Of course. Like when she starts filming and shit. That was that girls was mature out of nowhere. Very fast. And they were perky as fuck. And so even though I think it's an inappropriate question, it was a question I had on my mind. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I wondered and how myself. old were you at so the time? I was not. I was what, twelve, thirteen. See, so, there you go. So I was totally appropriate I wasn't for you upset at the time that they asked because I wanted to know the answer. Now I look back, I'm like, that's so awful. But at yeah. the time, I was like, you know what? Her boobs are very noticeably bigger, 
Uh, she wears a lot of things. She doesn't wear a bra. She doesn't necessarily need it because it, they're perky. But, you know, there's some um, very noticeable nips. And she's looking like this on a Nickelodeon, like, award show. Come on. You know parents are going to be talking about tits. My know? friend Kurt from high school went away one summer. And he was, like, 5'8", my height. He came back to school that fall. And he was legitimately 6'2". In three months, this man fucking grew from 5'8 to 6'2". And he became a monster. So if he can do that in a summer, those titties can grow a little bit in, in that time frame. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Team Britney here. I'm Team Titties. I, I mean, I, I still <laughs> I think it's horrible that they asked her. But from my perspective, as maybe a if she had dressed it. that I way. <laughs> I saw something she wore. I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> I want to know about these titties. <laughs> That's what I thought at that, at that age. You Damn. almost switched them back, Brittany. You almost switched them back to the team. These are some titties, girl. <laughs> Dad was like, run. should I buy him this CD? Well, on one hand, I, God, he's going to be gay. But on the I other hand, look at these had titties. that CD. <laughs> I had that CD too. <laughs> Man. And it did have her on the cover, like sitting down on her knees in this little jean skirt, looking rather seductively. So, <laughs> well, I used to stare at it for hours. <laughs> spe- speaking of boobs, <laughs> oh, um, God. This, what a segue. <laughs> this next artist probably has them. Her name JoJo. <laughs> yeah, at least by now. <laughs> and she was also a young artist. That was probably too young to be answering questions. I'm sure she was asked because yeah. that's what American culture does. So so <laughs> JoJo, I thought, had a phenomenal voice. But then whatever happened from her? I, I don't mean, know, of dude. her. Did she, uh, does she record anymore? I don't think so. I think she just kind of For a young girl, she really had a voice on her. Yeah. Do you remember the song? Yeah. Get up Leave. right now. It's the end of you and me. It's too late. Now. I can't wait for you to be gone. <laughs> yeah, the shit. And I remember I had such a crush on JoJo, too. And uh, we were about the same age, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I don't know what happened to JoJo. Timmy, do you remember what happened to JoJo? Now you're just staring at me again. <laughs> I haven't asked him anything in a while. So. But you know, though, I, some, I remember this music video being filmed like in a high school. And I remember even at a young age being like, you're young. Like, what do you know about life? Yeah, like, that's true. What, did he not buy you a sunny delight at middle school, you know, lunchtime? Did he Did he not share a french fry? Like, <laughs> uh, she's like, um, you said that you would treat me right, but you was just a waste of time. Well, it's you were just a waste of time. You don't even, girl, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. in the third grade all right relax i can't believe you wasted your time you're never gonna get fourth period back that really sucks <laughs> now i keep seeing these articles about her and they show these pictures of her ginormous titties but then the headline would be like jojo reveals clinical depression <laughs> and it's like what <laughs> why are you showing her titties <laughs> But good lord, JoJo is She's probably depressed with her back hurts. Yeah, good lord. Yeah, I'm going to send you. You know what? My chest has gotten a little bit bigger as of late. And so when I go, if I'm jogging on the treadmill, there's it's there's noticeable jiggle. And it is a little distracting for me. And I think to myself, if these, if these puppies were like 10 pounds heavier, it would wreck me. Yeah, that would hurt. That would really hurt. Fuck. 
Let me see. I, Singer Jojo reveals clinical depression site. Wow, her, I mean, her breasts do look phenomenal. <laughs> like, could you pick a different picture? <laughs> wow, she's a really pretty girl. She's hot. Like, good lord. I and she is only uh, like a year and a half younger than me, so uh, looks like there's a chance. Sorry, Julie. It's Jojo time. Get out! I can't wait. <laughs> But anyways, moving on to also 2004, uh, we had a song that, to be honest, uh, I had no idea it was about a breakup, and it's Usher's Burn. Uh, to be honest, I totally thought this was about her uh, herpes diagnosis. You know, I was going to say the same thing. I had that note <laughs> in the side. I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> That's why it keeps burning, you know, and like, and he needs to tell uh, the person that he is seeing about the uh, – but the burning going on in his pants, so maybe they can drive him to the doctor. That's that's what I understood out of this. If video. you replace the <laughs> word heart with the word penis, it all makes sense. <laughs> it's gonna burn for me to say this. It's coming from a penis. Been a long time coming. Done fell apart. Really run wanna work this out, but I don't think you're gonna change. I do, but you don't think it best go our separate ways. Tell me why I should stay in this relationship with my burning up dick when I'm hurt. And baby, I am happy, baby. Like, it's definitely talking about um, yeah. some crusties up around his dick hole. Yeah. And he's like, you should just let it burn. It's going to fade away in a few days, you know, and then it'll look almost as good as it's new. Like, it's plus a there's marks. so many other things I got to deal <laughs> with. lotion on it. <laughs> I think that you should let it burn. Yeah, it's definitely. 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 He's, like, he's got too had... many things to deal with, and then he'll go get his Valtrex, and then he'll be let him burn. Yo, I never had any of that itchy and scratchy nonsense, thank God, knock on wood, because, you know, anyone, yeah. any of us could get it, but, like, his whole album is about, like, cheating on someone, right? Did he cheat yeah. on Chili or something? Or Yeah. Yeah, and then, that's sure. Damn. Like, Think of how many girls in the world have spread his seed of herps. Yeah, actually, he got sued by some girl who was like, he fucking had herpes and knew it and had sex with me and gave me herpes and didn't even tell me that he had herpes. So, uh, which is count if you if you have herpes or some disease like that and you have sex with someone and don't tell them, and that's like assault. So, I think that too much time had passed for any charges to be pressed, but she still sued, and I'm pretty sure he either settled. Or, or she won, but she got paid. So, do he was like, please, um, I'll give you five million dollars for a non-disclosure agreement. She's <laughs> yep. like, oh, um, how about two million? I already tweeted it. I'm sorry. <laughs> about fifty bucks. I, I don't think anyone noticed, though. I don't. I don't think anyone's gonna repeat it. Just little old TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for a Bed Bath & Beyond gift card for 50 bucks. I'm going to call it Ian. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> what can you do? Okay, so this uh, next one. Let's, this next one. Before Addison, good song? cheating. Cheating is a good segue. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Carrie Underwood is – this is, is is before he cheats a country song? Yeah, that's a, it's pretty country-ish. And, uh, it has that twang to it. I relate to this so much. God damn, I do. Yeah, you carve uh, your name into his leather seats, you know, and you hit your 
Louisville Slugger to his headlights. Yeah. And you slash a hole into their tires. Dude, when you something really fucked up, I did. I should never, oh, I've God. never talked about this before. Go on. This bitch at Guest Jeans, when I used to work back in the day, she pissed off the wrong fucker. She pissed off the wrong faggy. <laughs> so we had a dog growing up, and I used to have to go in the backyard and fence in the backyard and pick up poop. I took poop to work with me, and oh. I used to I used to walk into her car. I took this shit and I I, I stuffed it underneath her door handles. Oh. So when she opened the door, she got crusty shit up in there. I took all this shit in these Ziploc baggies. And when I got to work, I, I parked right near her car, and I put all this shit up underneath her door handles. Oh, I'm not going to do I, but let me just be very clear. It was justified. She talked to me some kind of way, and the world's a lot <laughs> better place now, but I did not expect a supervisor to talk to me the way she did and to use the language that she did about, and I wasn't even out yet. She did me oh, dirty in front of everybody. God. I was like, okay, I'll show you dirty. You want to do dirty? I will show you dirty. Oh I put poo on her God. car handles. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Um, wow. You shouldn't say the word faggot. Yeah, no, don't mess with Simo, you guys. Only he'll I can say put, it. You'll put poop on your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross. So this next artist, do you think Rihanna wrote this song before or after she got the shit beat out of her by Chris oh, Brown? Maybe. Because he's apologetic and everyone's like, uh, you look kind of stupid. Ooh, yeah, maybe. Uh, and it's called Take a Bow, but maybe it should have been called Duck. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, oh my God. Oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like it must be from after the fact. But wait, wait, when's, when was the Chris Brown? I incident? don't know. Because she says, think- "Don't tell me you're sorry, cause you're not, baby." When I know you're only sorry, you got caught by the paparazzi. They took pictures outside a window. And oh you no! Can't blame me. Don't blame me. <laughs> For the record, uh, I honestly, I can't look at Chris Brown the same way ever again because of that. And like, I try to enjoy his shit and 99% of me still does because it's been long enough, but I I still like, eh, eh, he beat up Rihanna. I know. I will never look at him the same. Like, I just can't. Ever. That's so uncool. So uncool. So never, ever lift fingers in a lady, you guys. Unless she's into fingering. In that case, used to. Help! But no, don't, don't hit your girls. Don't be gross, guys. <laughs> now, this next song, you have some trivia that I didn't know about. But yeah. I do love this album. Well, I had no idea this was a breakup song at all. Uh, but I, I, uh, I did watch the music video, and I think it's a cry for help. And it's uh, Gives You Hell by All American Rejects in 2008. I mean, if you watch the video, the musician like hates the ex that made him like get a job and not be a bum and like shower and keep like a clean home and stuff. And then like he like, but then he like loves this new girl that lives with him and what appears to be some kind of like crack house. It's very disgusting. Uh, there's definitely some like 
double-used needles and shit. I don't know. I don't like it. I would definitely feel very uncomfortable in that home. And so I know she's supposed to be like real cool and all, but being on meth is not cool, kids. So unless you do it on like a flaming motorcycle, and that's kind of cool, you know, if you do meth on a flaming motorcycle. Okay, I see. I see where you're going with that. Fly through like a hoop and stuff. Yeah. While doing the math, I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Add a tattoo. Pretty cool. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's definitely, that, that makes it even cooler, for sure. Yeah. So, Have a little chihuahua, call it killer. <laughs> Super cool. That's cool and impressive. So, yeah. uh, you see, you guys, that's the only way to make meth cool. But other than that, it's not cool. And I just feel like this man was uh, arguing for how cool it is to just live in a crack house and do crack and meth stuff all day. So, just saying. <laughs> um, I picked a song, but I forget how it goes. But it's it's by Christina Aguilera, who I think is a goddess. And it's called You Lost Me. And the lyrics are pretty good. Because I just feel like so many of these songs are like, why won't you take me back? It's like, no. She's like, I just think this is good because her lyrics are like, yo, you chose lust when you deceived me and you'll regret it, but it's too late. And how can I ever trust you again? Like, I, as she said, um, I feel like our world's been infected and somehow you've left me neglected. I'm like, yeah, girl. The song is called You Lost Me. Yeah, bitch. Keep it moving. And she's a great songwriter. I have to say she's good about showing the emotion and stuff. So I guess uh, she's good about the breakups. And she's uh, she, she, she looks – I met her once, actually. A fun fact. Uh, she looks she's really tiny, lady. right? She's super teeny. And paparazzi went fucking nuts for her. It was like disgusting. They were like fighting each other to take a picture. It's like now I get why celebs are the way they are when they reach a certain level. Uh, but yeah, she looks like the type of chick that you do not want to piss off. You will not get her back. <laughs> Man, she's <laughs> such a talent. Now, the she's next two model. songs on the list, I don't know the lyrics, but I just know that they're breakup songs. Oh, well, uh, I think here's the thing. This next one, somebody that I used to know. I didn't know how to pronounce the band. Gautier. Gautier? I think that's what it is. Or is it Gotcha? <laughs> I was thinking Gotcha. 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 <laughs> but that song, like that was like huge. It was everywhere. And uh, much like the name of the song, I feel like Gautier is now somebody that I used to know because I have not heard anything from them since. Cool but video. Artistic. Awesome video. And you remember, you remember the lyrics? It's like, you didn't have to cut me off. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't I remember it a little bit. Yeah, but I just um, I just know it's a breakup song. You treat me like somebody that you used to know. And it had the the little, uh, what's it called? The little, uh, the little ding, 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 ding. What the hell was that instrument? A uh, little metal thing. So you hit it with little sticks. A, a triangle? No, not the goddamn triangle. Xylophone? Yes, a xylophone. Hello, xylophone on there. It's like, man, it takes me back to second grade. Um, cowbell, you halfwit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you referring to a triangle? <laughs> yep. A fucking triangle. <laughs> Do you know how Shake It Off goes? The triangle solo. Shake, shake it, it off. off. Shake, shake it that's off. That's what I know of it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, I also didn't know that this was a breakup song, but then again, it is Taylor Swift. Yeah, they uh, all are, 2014, right? so it's all about breakups. That's what the, that's the only thing that she writes about. It's like me 
And being fat, that's a lot of my <laughs> it's a lot of my material in stand up. I get it, Taylor. I'm uh, kind of pigeonholed myself, but it is funny. So I'm sorry. So Shay, so your breakup songs are kind of like that way. Uh, and yeah, I guess with her, she's just saying fuck it, shake it off, go out there. The best way to get over someone is to get on some under somebody else. Yeah, so you go or on top. Depends on what I reverse cowgirl. What is it? Bend down with your heart and feel the power. Yeah, yeah. Bonnie Raitt knows the power. <laughs> she got the power splurge on her lower back because he was romantic. And I have um, to say, is, is she the queen of modern breakup music these days? Because I feel like, like she is. Her fandom is so huge, but that's all she writes about. So. I feel like she has to be the queen now. Well, it's not my favorite, but I think she. I think she, she definitely has an definitely is in the sure. conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Sometimes her eyes look a little alien-like to me. Yeah, depends on how they do her makeup. Yeah, she kind of she has that face. I'm like, I'm like, like, there's an inbred country girl we used to know. (laughs) 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 I don't know why they call him a lazy eye. That eye is working real hard right now. Uh, the the next song is definitely a breakup song. You didn't know this? I thought it was a, a greeting card. Hello. <laughs> well, one of the lyrics. So this is Adele, who who's also brilliant at writing yeah. um, breakup songs. I think her whole album was about having her heart ripped out. But um, one of the lyrics mentions that she um, moved to California. So I guess maybe her oh. her ex was in I guess London because that's what she sounds like. So that's that's why I think she's saying hello from the other side. Um, I the must have called a thousand times to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call, you never seem to be home. Right? That's how. But I, if she called a lot, I wouldn't answer either. It's kind of weird. It's like okay, you you moved, and there's a time zone difference. So maybe they didn't answer because they're asleep. And maybe yeah, you're not being six hour time difference in London, Adele. Fucking leave me alone. Yeah, I'm here, but it's like eight hours in LA, right? Oh, I don't know. What is that? What's the time difference? It's five uh, hours from me here to London. Time difference. So LA. I must have called a thousand times. Yeah, but you're not being like. Oh, it's seven hours. Yeah, London is seven hours ahead of the of LA. So yeah, dude. Yeah, that's you're like, not that's really entire... being polite, Adele. Yeah, you, you're calling me. No one and... wants to talk to you at three in the morning. They trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, they, they got yeah, bitch. I'm trying to sleep though. right now. <laughs> Just because you fucking had your morning Joe and you're all chatty Kathy over there, does that mean I'm ready to fucking talk? All right, let me goddamn Hello sleep. Hello from the other side. I must bitch. Have goodbye from the other side. <laughs> this makes a thousand and one, and I still don't want to talk to you. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool, uh, Adele. Uh, maybe give it a break. Uh, relax. But that was such a big hit back in the day. Yeah, she is. She's she's so awesome. She's so cool. I gotta give it to Adele. I what do you think her. about Demi Lovato? She's Ooh. a bad bitch too. Yeah, and when this song came out, "Sorry Not Sorry," I had the biggest crush on Demi Lovato. I think she's so hot. Sure, she's so. Or wait. It's they, right? Oh. I want to be respectful. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm pretty sure Debbie Lovato is they now. I think I heard something about that. 
Yeah. Well, pardon me. They are fucking hot. I think they're yeah, beautiful. buddy. Yeah. Which makes it sound cool. You know, I'm going to say that because it sounds like more than one. But yeah, Demi Lovato's non-variant changing from she, her to they, them. Yes. Okay. So that's one for the straight guy. Woo! See how woke I am, Simo? Woke shit. Open my eyes, son. Wokey, wokey. Breakfast is ready. Oh, so you 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 want a cookie? You want a Big Mac because you you acknowledged one person's pronouns? My God! Because <laughs> I beat the gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I would like a Big Mac. Thank you very much. <laughs> I always want a Big Mac. <laughs> Let's just stop yeah. all the defenseless gay guy again. That's fine. However, <laughs> mm. I have to say, I I was I myself was going through a breakup when that song came out. So I used that song to get myself back in the game. And uh, you highlighted some lyrics here when she says, "Now I'm out here looking like revenge." Because it is like now a ten. Out here looking like revenge, feeling like, feeling a, like ten. a ten. The best I've ever been. Okay, you take it. <laughs> it must hurt to see me see like me this, like but this? it gets worse. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wait a minute. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I sound just like them. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it's uh I was <laughs> I definitely went to the gym and got myself in like the best shape of my life just to say fuck you. <laughs> and I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I tried my hardest. And then Julie came in and I was like, <laughs> well, this I think is one of my favorites because like that is the best revenge. I love mm-hmm. getting back in shape. And because, you know, we always fall out of shape a little bit when we're in a relationship. I love getting yeah. back in shape and running into an ex. And they'd be like, you look great. And I'm me being like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this could have been yours. You I know. Yours, but you're playing, bitch. I've been working yeah. at it. I've been waiting yeah. for this moment so that I yeah. can not repay the compliment. <laughs> I started doing so many, like, thirst trap and, like, selfie, like, mirror pics. When I went single, just to show this bitch, like, look at my six pack. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. And then she was like, <laughs> she was like, um, Judge, I need this restraining yeah. order because he, yeah, <laughs> he tags me. Stop calling. He tags me in every photo. I'm not in any of these photos. Stop sending me My boyfriend really hates it. <laughs> oh, man. And then this next one to wrap up the 20, I guess 2010s, 20. The, the 20th, the 2000s, I don't know. We got Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Phenomenal and, uh, music video. Yes, so good. And she is also one that is just so hot. <laughs> Another one that I have a big crush on myself, but at this point I was already dating Julie, so I can't say I used her song as a breakup song. But she's so cool and fucking awesome and talented. She's also tiny. Like, she's teeny tiny. And she's in that movie, uh, Don't Look Up, uh, with Leo. And she I saw plays that. Like a, yeah, she plays like a fictionalized version of herself. And it's so fucking Did good. Did you like that movie? I loved it. I'm a big I fan. I think they're trying to say that politicians don't respect science. And we're oh, all going to die. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> Never. Didn't notice that at all during COVID. <laughs> Didn't notice that at all. <laughs> um, I, uh, well, I do realize yeah, I that can... she's probably dated... You know, lots of people, but I do think that breaking up with P. 
Pete Davidson was probably the main contributing factor to the song. Oh yeah, Do you and think I'm glad that it ended. They didn't look right together. It looked a little nah, it it looked, was, it it looked weird. weird. It definitely looked weird. Like her, him, and Kim definitely fit. But I feel like she put him on the map as like the lady killer. Like it's like wow, he got Ariana <laughs> Grande, and then after that, it like like just soared for Pete Davidson. Like he is killing it for the ugly guys everywhere. Because <laughs> he I don't just know looks what it is like about tall people. Yeah, I don't know, but he he looks like that guy who like would like make faces all classic. Like, <laughs> oh my god! It's like I don't know. He's like he's very Adam Sandler like in many ways. He looks like if Adam Sandler, Machine Gun Kelly had a kid. That's what it's Pete Davidson. Maybe. So, so I'm like, yeah, I don't know, but good for him. He's uh, seems like a cool guy. So he obviously must have like a 14 inch cock because. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening for him, so <laughs> yeah. I can't even get a call back. Well, didn't so. that kill Ariana Grande? Because she's so tiny. That <laughs> would like true. impale her. That's why she's like, thank you, next. <laughs> something a little smaller. <laughs> but anyways, we have made it down to the final moments of our list. Where now each of us are going to pick what we think is the best breakup song ever. And uh, if I'm going to go first, which I'm just going to go ahead and take it. Sure. I'll just say It's All By Myself by Eric Carmen. No, not Eric Cartman. Hey, all by myself, you get <laughs> It's <laughs> Eric Carmen. And uh, I feel like All By Myself. All by myself. Don't want to be all by myself. Since it's come out. It's been in so many movies, series, sketches. I even put it in one of my sketches. You can check it out at time.cc slash Carlos Does the World. That's but Celine Dion sings it too. Yeah, she sings it. Who sings it better? A million times. Well, she is a much better singer. So as far as like voices go, uh, she's got to take it. But the, the, the original sounds so goddamn sad that he conveys the sadness so much better. And plus, Celine Dion was singing that song when she was like married and shit and had millions and millions of dollars. So I don't know. I feel like he conveyed the loneliness factor of it so much more. And it's kind of like Michael Jackson's She's Out of My Life. You just feel for the guy. It just feels so sad. So I got to go. That's the best breakup song of all time. I'm looking at, um, let's see. It's not in the Clueless soundtrack. But I know they but played sure. it. It was right before. I, don't, I just can't remember if it was um, uh, hers. Uh, it's Celine Dion or Eric that sang it. But it was right before Cher was like, I love Josh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's his. Because what I year forget. did Celine Dion remake it? Anyway, this is my best song. I love Alanis Morissette. And you ought to know was not only um, a single from the first city I ever bought, um, but it also had the F word. And I was ah. like, I'm such a badass. <laughs> I love the way that she uses it. She says, it was a slap in the face. How quickly I was replaced. And are you thinking of me when you fuck her? I would turn the, the volume up all the way and be like, fuck. 
you know. <laughs> Are then, you thinking of me when you fucker? <laughs> that was young Simo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then uh, my favorite lyric though is when, um, and every time I scratch my nails on someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Well, can you feel it? That's amazing. I feel uh, like that, that song sometimes. fucking slaps. I'm not going to lie. I work out to that song to this day. And when the chorus hits, I feel like just strutting around. <laughs> yeah. And I swear, it reminds me. My hand's up in the air while it like rains on me. Like I, feel, I do feel like I could have like a lot of, a lot of big moments. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I tell Julie just to dump me for like 15 minutes just so I could play that song. And then I just like set off the fire sprinklers in my hallway, you know, with a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear. <laughs> It's, yeah, she slaps. Uh, that that song is fucking awesome. I I could give that to you. I could. By the way, it's and I'm here to remind you. Ah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But it's well, okay. Whatever. whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want from me? I ain't no gay boy. <laughs> <laughs> and are you thinking of me when you fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, call Julie at work tomorrow actually, <laughs> when she's in her office. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello. And are you thinking of me when you fuck her? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Stop calling here. <laughs> well, she was like, yeah. Um, actually (laughs) so i have to say that was an amazing list let us know did you like our list you guys what did you think of this let us know on all social channels at fragile podcast that's on instagram that's on facebook that's on twitter you can also let me know at carlos does the world on facebook on instagram on tiktok at carlos does world on twitter and make sure you let my buddy Simo know as well at Seymour Comedy on the old Twitter machine and Chris.Moore.comedy on Instagram. Let us know if we missed anything. And let me know who's the better singer. Yeah, I personally think it's uh, pretty obvious who it is, but I'm just not going to say who, you guys. I'm not going to say who, uh, but it's my amazing sucks. I'm amazing at it. Uh, and let us know who's version of how come you don't call me anymore you like better the prince version or the alicia keys version and the alicia keys version is fucking awesome too but let us know which one you like let us know what you think of our song if you're sad put one of these on and maybe you'll still feel sad but at least you'll have some kick-ass tunes to listen to and on that note mr mo i think it's time to get us out of here all by myself and are you thinking of me when you fuck her <laughs> I motion to adjourn this sad sad breakup song meeting and I second get the fuck out of you losers <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll be back next week see There's you more fish in the sea <laughs>